Welcome to the Heartbreak to Happiness Show with Sara Davison. If you're struggling with a breakup and you feel shocked, angry, betrayed, devastated, or sad and alone, then this podcast is for you. Best-selling author and award-winning host, Sara Davison, shares how you too can get on with your life to heal, grow, and move from heartbreak to happiness. Here's your host, Sara Davison. Welcome back to the show. And today, my guest is Stefano Camerano. Stefano is the business concierge at Dispute Resolution Centre Australia. He's the host of the Peacemaker Awards and the first dispute resolution service in Australia to provide mediators, arbitrators, family dispute resolution practitioners, and allied dispute resolution professionals all under one roof. Stefano is also a collaborative family lawyer, and he is passionate about ensuring that no matter what one's separation journey entails, that a positive resolution is reached that facilitates and encourages positive communication, effective co-parenting, and saves time and money that would have otherwise been expended through litigation. So I am super excited to welcome Stefano Camerano to the show. Welcome, Stefano. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. Oh, my goodness. Well, I am excited that you are joining me all the way from Australia. So tell me, what is going on in Australia over there at the moment with the pandemic, with, you know, and the impact on divorces over there? Because we've seen it over here. But what's happening over there in Australia? Well, the weather is definitely getting warmer. And oh, recently, that's not fair. <laughs> and recently we've had restrictions um, easing. So we've just, well, at least in New South Wales, where I'm situated, um, we've just recently come out of, I'd say, in about four or five month lockdown. And um, so we're opening up just in time for summer. And that obviously has an effect as well on people that are going through divorce and separation because people that, you know, usually were shacked up with their partner for five months that don't want to borrow them anymore are really starting to engage in that whole process of I want to be independent, I want to separate from this individual. And we've got a lot of separating um, parents as well who are, you know, wanting to make the most out of the summer season, go out, do all the fun things that they couldn't in the last five months. So we're seeing really a big increase in um, people actually coming out of that dark sort of um, lockdown stage and really saying, this is what I want to do and this is how I'm going to do it. So I think, yeah, lots of confident people coming out of this lockdown. Oh, that's good, I guess. But the divorce rate is spiking, is it, at the moment? Yes. it's. Um, it usually always um, has a peak around this time, around Christmas, um, New Year kind of time, um, but even more so now with the restrictions easing. I mean, it's sad, isn't it? I mean, I've seen so many relationships that would have lasted the test of time fall apart because of those restrictions imposed during the pandemic. I mean, some people's relationships work better when they don't see each other that much, right? So is that what you see over there? Yeah. 
Um, I've got a good analogy about this, Sarah. I don't know if you've ever done this, but I know a lot of people, including myself, have felt this. Have you ever gone on a holiday with someone that you haven't gone on a holiday with before and you realise just how much you might dislike them or the little things that you pick up? It's like, well, I've never seen this before, but now that I'm spending, you know, every day with you, I'm not really liking that. So that kind of same mentality is also with divorce during this current lockdown you know people are you know stuck in the same four walls with the same person every day they're picking up on all the things that they might not like they might not agree with and they're saying yep I'm done yeah yeah so tell me I know you work in this field so just explain to us you've got a couple of different hats that you wear tell us a little bit about what you do and how you support people going through divorce Sure. So um, I actually started out as a family lawyer, which I still am. Um, and I'm part of a firm named Calpaxis Legal, which is a small firm in Sydney that's making a big difference. Um, I started there at the beginning of my career in law under the amazing guidance and direction of my um, mentor and principal, Cassandra Calpaxis. So I really got to learn the ins and outs of family law, but not just that. I was really inspired by the approach that Cassandra takes to separation and divorce, which is, you know, early intervention, amicable divorce where possible and minimizing, you know, the interaction with the court process, because we found that people that get stuck in that um, litigious model that don't need to be, you know, they're finding themselves years later down the track, still stuck in court, with a solution or not with a solution that might not even work. So we have a heavy focus on alternative dispute resolution, like mediation, um, parenting coordination, family dispute resolution. And Cassandra um, touched on that passion and extended it to create Dispute Resolution Centre Australia. So I am the business manager and concierge at Dispute Resolution Centre Australia, as well as being collaborative family lawyer at Calpaxis Legal. Um, but the work that we do at Dispute Resolution Centre Australia is purely focused on supplying mediators, arbitrators, family dispute resolution practitioners. But not just that, we do things really differently because we have what we call our collaborative collective, which is... Um, a team of hand-picked professionals that all deal with different issues that may arise during a separation, which is something you don't really get in the court process. You might get, you know, a family report or, you know, a forensic accountant's expert report on the odd occasion. But when you take out the litigious model and you utilise mediation to be flexible to one's particular needs and circumstances, you'll be able to discover all the different things that arise. There's stress involved with separation that has an impact on your mental health. So we have counselors and psychologists that address those needs. Along with stress comes your, the impact on your physical health. So your digestive system, your gut health, um, your you know, fitness and well-being. So we have a health coach for that as well as financial and property experts that deal with those things too. So it's really a, a, 
an amazing role that I feel really humbled to be in because it's just so rewarding to see people actually achieve results that address all those things from a holistic perspective. So yeah, I've got many different hats, but I love them all. I mean, I love what you're saying about having that whole holistic approach, because I also am a huge believer that we need all those things to get you through. You know, you can have a great lawyer, but then you're not dealing with the emotions because we all know the lawyers strip out all the emotion. And I see so many clients going, but I wanted them to put this in the letter. And the lawyer's like, nope, no emotion. We're taking it all out, which is what, what you're trained to do. And that's what's supposed to happen. But that leaves the clients with those unresolved emotions and that intensity sometimes, which can be all consuming. So a lot of those extra holistic, whether it's, you know, the exercise, the health, the nutrition are so, so important. Mm -hmm. I know you talk a lot about finding positive solutions. And obviously, I'm all for that. And we had Gwyneth Paltrow bring us conscious uncoupling, which is phenomenal. Yes. And if you can do that and want to go on holiday with your ex and their new partner with all the kids, that's great. But unfortunately, in my clinic, I see what I've termed aggressively severing, which is the other side of the spectrum. You know, is it always possible to get a positive solution? I mean, you can be committed, I guess, as an individual, but if your ex isn't committed, how does that work? That's a really good question. Um, look, there are going to be some matters, some disputes where the mediation process might not, you know, be entirely appropriate. You know, if there's circumstances of family violence or other issues which require it to be addressed by a court, then certainly in those situations, you know, depending on whatever circumstances one has, then court might be the way to go. But we always encourage at first instance the mediation model because it does um, facilitate those positive solutions that you mentioned. There are occasions where, you know, the other party doesn't want to go to mediation, doesn't want to go, you know, to the table and have a discussion. I don't want to see this person. I don't want to be in the same room with them. That's going to happen and that's expected. But Something that's really changed recently in Australia is we've got the recent um, merger of the family courts and there's a whole new set of rules that um, people going through separation are required to comply with. And there's an expectation that these parties go off to mediation or family dispute resolution first before going to court if that is the way that they want to go. And I think that is a really good step in creating or at least trying to create those positive solutions because we find that some separating couples and parents, they haven't spoken to each other in years. The moment you get them in the same place, whether it's in person or on Zoom or Teams or whatever it is, the amount of progress that can be made is just like that. And I think really the first step to that positive solution that you speak about is really getting everyone ready, prepared in that space, in that mindset to say, I'm here because this is the issue that we've got and this is how we're going to problem solve it. And it impacts both of us. So I'm not going to be able to problem solve that on my own because I want to reach something that everyone can agree on. And with the assistance of a mediator, the results that can flourish out of that is exponential. It's unlimited. 
And we've seen that firsthand. So positive solutions definitely takes some effort from both sides, but I will say that there are frameworks and mechanisms in place with the current system that, you know, encourage and attempt to facilitate that. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think you're right. You know, obviously for abuse situations, mediation isn't recommended in most cases, but yeah, there are a lot of situations where people are just really angry. Maybe someone's cheated, there's been a betrayal or an affair, and they've kind of got into the, the stonewalling. They're like, you know, they're so upset that they can't see past that rage, that anger, that hatred maybe for the other person. Um, but, you know, still committed to, you know, finding a fair resolution. I think that's really the thing, isn't it? If, if deep down yeah. both parties want to come up with a fair resolution, then this can really work. And actually sitting in a room in front of that person, even if you haven't spoken to them for a long time, can suddenly shift things enough to be able to say, right, okay, well, let's maybe part those emotions for now. Let's get the solution, um, which actually can then start to dial down some of those negative emotions and, and a lot more progress can be made. It can be like a big relief for some people. Do you see that with the work that you're doing? Yeah, definitely. I think leading on from that as well, Sarah, and this is probably something that you've seen plenty of in your work, I'm sure, is, you know, people deal with grief really differently. And I don't think people that are going through separation, at least some of them, they don't actually realise that their stage of grief that they're currently in is really impacting their readiness to move on. So some people, they could be separated for two years and still be in that same stage of the grief cycle as they were two years ago. For other people, they can, you know, really quickly manage that and move on. And that's leading back, going back to the um, holistic perspective that we spoke about. We actually have a counsellor that's specifically trained in grief that can assist in helping people transition through that period. Because nobody wants to be in a high pressure cooker environment of mediation being like, oh my gosh, I'm stressed and I'm here and I'm just going to agree to this just to get this person off my back. That's not, you know, tenable for the long term. You really want people coming into that process actually being ready and have managed their grief or at least understand where they are in that whole stage of their journey. But yeah, I definitely agree with what you're saying. Um, you know, I've seen it a lot firsthand. So yes. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I'm not talking about abusive scenarios here. I'm talking about where there's high conflict mm -hmm. and people are at loggerheads they really maybe justifiably have issues with each other and just, you know, finding it really hard to process the whole upset, overwhelm, the whole world's turned upside down, someone's decided to leave. You know, that's very normal to then get into that, well, I'm not signing papers. You know, I had a client the other day, she was so angry, she just wasn't signing the papers, but that was actually having a more negative effect on her, on her kids, on her life situation. So again, you know, actually something like this where you can get everybody around a table yes you may have been resistant and I think you're right to say there's a lot of preparation that happens beforehand but then actually around the table that can really help to dissolve some of those anger to sort of set them free to be able to move forward because I think once yeah. you have a plan and you see that your whole future isn't going to be eroded or that there is some security some stability and even knowing where the 
the holes in your life are going to be that you need to fill maybe financially or, you know, where you're going to live. You can then put a plan together, you know, working with any of those people you've discussed there to, to fill those gaps, you know, to, to say, right, I can create an extra income stream here or I can cut back there or actually I'm going to have to move. I can create a support team somewhere else. So all those things then become a lot easier to navigate because you've got more clarity. Is that what you see from your mediation work? Definitely. And, you know, we have this kind of analogy where, you know, you close one door and you open another. And leading on from what you've just said, you know, if someone's at the table, they're able to, you know, take a sneak peek at what lies ahead and say, all right, I know that this is coming. This is what I can do to or what I can put in place to move forward into the next door. And who knows what's after that? But if you're not at the table yet, you don't know what's at the next door. You're just picking things out of the dark. So I think that's completely correct. When you're at the mediation, people just get this moment of clarity and you see it. You see it in people. And that's why I love doing what I do, where they're just like, okay, I'm finally able to move on because I know what's ahead. And even if I, you know, don't exactly know what it is right now, 100% or what I'm going to do, I know that there's something there. And that just gives everyone this epiphany moment. And it's, it's great to see in a mediation. Are you struggling to cope with your breakup or divorce? Are you feeling devastated, heartbroken, sad and anxious? If so, please know that you are not alone and there is help available. Sarah Davison, best known as the Divorce Coach, and her team of accredited coaches are here to offer you the support and guidance you need to navigate all areas of your breakup, take back your control and start feeling happy again. Sarah will show you how to dial down those controlling negative emotions, unhook from your ex, get back in the driving seat of your life and design a future you are excited to live. Sarah has a range of solutions to support any breakup, including free guides, one-to-one -one coaching, her Heartbreak to Happiness virtual retreats, live retreats, and you can even train to be a breakup and divorce coach with Sarah too. Visit www.saradavison.com today and start to feel happy again. Do you know what I love about you? Well, lots of things, Stefano, but like you're just such a lovely guy and you want to do this, you do it with the best intentions and you're trying to find the best way to help people navigate this process. You know, I think that's so important and I've seen it lacking in so many legal situations where it's all about sales targets and yeah, and actually, this is one of the most traumatic situations that we go through as human beings. You know, divorce is known as the second most traumatic life experience we go through after death of a loved one. But, you know, you're mm. so passionate about bringing all these people together. And I know, you know, you've also got the Peacemaker Awards. So tell me a little bit about that. Tell my listeners, because obviously I was delighted to win the International Peacemaker of the Year Award this year with you, which was phenomenal. So thank you so much for that. But yeah, I'd love to spread the word about what you're doing with that, because, again, I think it makes a real positive difference to this sector, which definitely needs it. Well, for us as a team, you know, we don't just pick anyone because 
we want the right individuals that share that same passion, drive and commitment for this common purpose. You know, like you mentioned, divorce and separation can be a truly traumatic experience. People can be, you know, in a dispute about what is arguably the most important things in their life, their finances and their children, or both. So people are obviously going to be high stress, high tension, there can be conflict from either side. And we're just all about minimizing that conflict. And each member of our team has had a passion about, you know, minimizing the conflict. But we also understand that it's not just about the separating individuals to be in that frame of mind. There's, you know, an expectation on the people that are the professionals in that industry to lead people on that right path as well. So we created the Peacemakers Awards because we were really inspired um, by the members of our team and their passion for doing things differently um, to showcase the other professionals, including such as yourself, um, who are doing things differently and who are making a big difference. Because like you mentioned, there's so many lawyers out there that are you know just setting their targets there's so many award shows out there that are prioritizing how much you know money you made in one year how many clients you resolved and you know how much percent increase of profit turnover all that stuff we're just like no like we that's great and all but what's really important here is the work that we do or the changes that we make so our criteria was not based on those kind of things. It was based on, you know, the actual effort that professionals are making. So the Peacemakers Awards was really an, an amazing event. I was really shocked myself, even though I was the host. But it was just great to get everyone together. And in Australia, we were obviously all in lockdown at that stage. We said, you know what, everyone dress up. None of this work from home change from your night pajamas to your day pajamas thing. Let's get dressed up. Let's pretend it's a the real event in person, and let's shine because we all want to celebrate each other. And it was really good. Like when I logged on at whatever it was, I think it was six o'clock. I was just like, oh my god, everyone is dressed up, and it was just great. We had a speech by um former High Court Judge um, Michael Kirby, which was incredible. And we had a whole heap of distinguished guests. And it was just great to know that the work that we are all doing, not just us at the centre, but everyone that was involved in the awards and those who weren't, but also do similar work, that, you know, we're doing the right thing. Because I know from experience, if you do things differently, sometimes you can feel ostracised, you can feel criticised by other people because it's not what's considered the norm. And I'm anything but the norm. So, <laughs> um, and you are, of course, the winner of the International Peacemaker of the Year because we wanted to make this um, a global movement. And it was just incredible. We got interactions from the United Kingdom, where you are. We've got Argentina. We had um, Hong Kong. Let me think what else. I think there was one from Chile and Brazil. But basically, it was just all over the world, the Peacemakers movement. And that's something that we're passionate about, continuing to increase um, and, you know, spread the word about leading on to the next um, award ceremony next year. 
well you know it's much needed that's why Stefano I think you know shining a light and doing some good and highlighting the good work that's happening and this approach to breaking up and divorce that comes from the heart not from the head not from making money that comes from you know how do we best support the individuals on their journey through this because it's it's so many different things to everybody and and actually taking that holistic picture that you've talked about can really make a positive difference because divorce you know you can leave divorce with many emotional scars from the process because of the family court system and don't get me on that because we'll be here for hours but you know there, <laughs> there's, there's so many things that can can be difficult and challenging but those scars don't have to define you moving forward and I think with the help of a team like yours with all the different people that you have that can look after your clients in so many positive ways it really helps them heal a lot faster but also on a deeper level so that they can move forward and be happy again and, and redesign their lives and go on to, to be just as happy, if not happier than they've ever been, which I think is a, is a wonderful message. And I think, you know, the peacemaker movement is much needed. And, you know, I am cheering you on all the way from across here on the other side of the world, but it's great that it's spread and, you know, it's great that people are tuning in and listening. I might just add one thing on that, Sarah, that I really just want to mention to everyone that's listening, you know, um, my own experiences myself and my own passion really comes from, you know, my childhood development, the people around me, the relationships I saw, my own family and my own definition of family. Like there is no one size fits all approach. And I think it's really important for everyone that's listening to know that, your definition of family is unique. Your experiences are validated no matter what they are. Your experiences are yours. Do not ever discount them. And, you know, for me, my experiences really led me to where I am today. And I know that that's something that's inspired my the principal of Dispute Resolution Centre Australia, Cassandra, because she went through her own, you know, trials and tribulations, which inspired her to do the work that she does as well and mentor me. But just, you know, growing up and seeing the effects of family and relationships on the people around me and myself, it really just lit a light bulb in my head. It's like, this is the change that I want to make. I want to be the person that, would inspire the younger me. So, yeah, just wanted to add that thing in. Everyone's family is unique. You know, we've, we deal with blended families, de facto relationships, um, elderly couples that are going through grey divorce. That's a big thing right now as well. You know, there's so many different um, types of families. And no matter what, if that's what your definition of family is, that's what it is. Right. And, you know, there is no right or wrong way, as you say. And what you're doing obviously comes from the heart, Stefano. It shines through. And, you know, thank you for all the amazing work you do. And, and I think it's amazing how you've turned like tough times and adversity into a positive that you're now helping so many people around the world. So thank you for that, too. How can people find you? How can they follow you? How can they find out more about what you're doing over there? Sure. So, your best spot to um, learn more about us is going to be our website, which is drcaus.com.au. And we have a big um, presence on Instagram, which is at Dispute Resolution Centre. And just 
I don't know if it's the UK spelling, but C-E-N-T-R-E. I'm pretty sure that is the UK spelling. That's how we spell it over here. Perfect. Um, and actually, we're really fun on Instagram. Like, even if you just want to have a bit of a laugh, we not only post, you know, little resources and tips and tricks to um, separation and divorce, but we've also got like memes, free workshops that we advertise from all our collaborative collectives. So be sure to follow us on there. And we're also on Facebook and LinkedIn as well if you look up Dispute Resolution Centre Australia. Oh, awesome. Well, yeah, do head on over, guys, because even if you're not in the same country, there's lots of useful information and tips on there, too. Um, one last question, Stefano, that I ask all my guests. My yeah. podcast is called Heartbreak to Happiness, and I think it's really important that you know what happiness is so that you can, even when you're going through tough times like we've talked about, you can tap into that along the way. So what is happiness for you, Stefano? Wow, that is a that is a Big question to end with on the podcast session. <laughs> Happiness for me is really about feeling a sense of belonging in any environment that you're in and knowing that your existence is validated, which might be a low bar, but no one likes being in any environment where there's someone ostracizing them or saying, no, that's not right. Even if I'm not right, this is my thoughts, my emotions, my experiences. And when you're surrounded with people that acknowledge that, empathise with you and are able to help you, that's what happiness is. Because no one wants to be alone. Um, everyone wants to be surrounded by people. That's who we are as, you know, as mammals I guess we've just got an innate nature to be around people and socialize so I think when you're happy is when you're around people that accept you for who you are and that's what happiness is for me oh I love that I love it what a wonderful answer well thank you so much Stefano you've given us so many insights and it's been a joy as always to chat to you thank you so much for being a fabulous guest Thank you for having me, Sarah. It was a pleasure. That's it for today's episode. Be sure to head on over to the website drcaus.com.au and follow Stefano on Instagram on Dispute Resolution Centre as well for top tips and advice. And I look forward to you joining me on my next episode. That's it for today's episode of Heartbreak to Happiness. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review to win a free ticket to one of Sara's virtual retreats. The retreats are a transformative combination of live webinars with Sara herself, coupled with empowering online video programs designed to help you cope better with your breakup and start feeling happy again. For more details, head on over to heartbreaktohappinesspodcast.com where you can also get a copy of Sara's free gift. Thank you and join us again on the next episode for another dose of Heartbreak to Happiness.